Hello and welcome back for another episode. This is episode number 84 of Life Coaching for Dentists. Uh, I am your host, Dr. Natanya Brown, endodontist and life coach for dentists. And today we have a topic that I truly believe is something that every single dentist can relate to. Honestly, no matter how experienced or confident they may be, and we're talking about second guessing ourselves. And, you know, really quick before I continue with today's topic, I just want to lovingly remind you that if you have um, been here for a while, if you've been listening episode after episode and you're enjoying the podcast, um, please don't forget to subscribe. And it would be really amazing if you would leave a review. You can do that even while you're listening to me right now. Even just a star rating would be amazing. Um, and of course, I always love any positive feedback. It just helps uh, the podcast become much more visible to other people just like you um, that may benefit from the content. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic of second guessing ourselves. It's truly something that happens to all of us, you know, whether it's in terms of, you know, second guessing our treatment plans for our patients or our conversations with our office staff. Maybe we're second guessing our technical skills. Um, but sometimes that little voice in the back of our brain can just be relentless and it can be quite honestly a source of stress and anxiety especially when it's left unchecked i know for myself personally um, i have had moments where i've been second guessing myself and it's really led to sleepless nights and so if this is you if you can relate at all then let's go ahead and explore this topic and let's discuss different ways that you can handle it if you've been in that situation um, I'm going to just go ahead and go out on a limb and assume that you have been and um, so that we can be prepared, you know, the next time it happens. So again, I just want to really acknowledge that and normalize that second guessing happens to all of us, even the most confident uh, dentists. Okay. We can all fall victim to second guessing and it really isn't a sign of weakness or incompetence. Truly, I believe all humans experience it. So I want to normalize it. And I think I've said this on a podcast before, but you know, even if you think of your favorite celebrities and in my case, I'm thinking of like, you know, music stars. I love Shakira and Beyonce, you know, they, I'm sure have moments where they're second guessing themselves, you know, maybe an outfit they wore uh, to the Grammys or, or, you know, uh, some move they made in a video. I have no idea. Um, but, you know, maybe you found yourself lying awake at night, replaying the day's events and wondering, you know, if you could have done something differently. I just want you to know that you're not alone. It truly does happen to the best of us. And I believe that it happens not just necessarily in our professional lives. Like, I mean, for some of us, maybe it's only in the dental operatory, but for a lot of us, and I know I'm definitely speaking for myself, if something happens, let's say with a dental treatment, I might start to second guess myself. And then that could also, um, uh, you know, percolate into like the second guessing can percolate into other areas of my life, right? Like suddenly I'm not just 
second guessing myself as a dentist, but then I'm also sort of second guessing myself as a mom or a wife or a daughter, you know, all the other roles that I play in my life. So let's talk about treatment plans for just a second. Like imagine you just presented a treatment plan to a patient, you've thoroughly explained the options, you've answered all their questions, um, you know, you've provided whatever necessary information to the patient and, you know, maybe you initially felt like the discussion went really well, um, you did everything to the best of your ability, and yet, as the patient leaves, you might start to have the thought of like, oh, wait a minute, did I really recommend the right treatment for this patient? Would there be a better approach? Um, maybe, maybe not second guessing the actual treatment that you recommended, but how you recommended it and the words you used. Um, you know, the words we use matter so much with patients. And sometimes we stop and think to ourselves, like maybe I could have explained it a little bit better. Maybe I could have demonstrated the value a little better or whatever the case may be. Uh, maybe you, di you didn't feel like you considered everything properly. Um, has that happened to you? Have you second guessed yourself, second guessed yourself in terms of treatment or how you discuss things with a patient? Um, what about uh, interactions with staff? Maybe you've had a tough conversation with a team member um, about you know their performance or their duties and responsibilities. Um, maybe you've had to make sure that certain expectations are set. Maybe you've had a conversation to uh, revisit the employee handbook once again. Um, you know, whatever the case may be, maybe after the conversation, you've started to question your communication skills. Like, did I really handle that conversation appropriately? Uh, maybe you're thinking to yourself, you should have been more assertive. Or on the flip side, maybe you should have been more empathetic. I know for a lot of us, especially female dentists, we have we feel that friction or that potential conflict between wanting to assert ourselves as leaders, as practice owners, even as associates, um, and also uh, you know thinking to ourselves, well, I don't want to be too rigid or I don't want to be too bossy and I want to make sure I'm being empathetic and caring. And so really finding uh, that happy balance, right? Of you know not letting the employee then like walk all over you. So you might be second guessing how you came across in that conversation. Another area I know where I have had second guessings and doubts has just been in the technical aspects of our work. You know, as an endodontist, uh, I complete an endo. Um, maybe it's a really tough treatment. I'm looking at the x-ray afterwards. Uh, you know, let's say thankfully the procedure went relatively smoothly. The patient left happy. Everything, you know, went relatively well. But as an endodontist afterwards, I'm looking at that final x-ray and I'm thinking to myself, oh, wait a minute. You know, did I miss something? Did I miss a canal? Uh, you know, is my obturation, you know, perfect according to the x-ray? Um, you know, is the outcome going to be okay? Is everything going to heal well? Um, could I have gotten, you know, a quote unquote nicer looking finish x-ray if I had spent more time or whatever the case may be? And so I may be ruminating and thinking about, uh, you know, asking myself, did I really do everything possible for this case to turn out successfully? Is there a chance that this case will fail? And so, you know, little by little, the doubts can creep in. And, and I'm curious for you, um, 
what do you do in those situations? Like, have you had a situation like this? I'm again, I'm going to assume that some of this, some of what I've just said, uh, resonates with you on some level. Um, how have you handled these kinds of situations? And, you know, I have to say, like I said, I've had several uh, countless situations where, you know, I've stayed up ruminating at night. Did I handle that properly? Uh, so losing sleep is something that happens to a lot of us when we allow second guessing to get the best of us, right? And, and sleep is only one area that can be affected, but are, what are the possible other uh, ramifications or potential consequences of second guessing? Um, you know, one thing that I find really helpful, especially when my mind is gonna go down this negative, you know, I, I can just tell it's about to go down this negative loop, is to remind myself with a lot of love that I need to get clear on the facts. Because what happens when we second guess ourselves is that we're most likely just going straight to that worst case scenario in our mind. And what we're doing is we're worrying about something that isn't even happening yet, right? So like, let's say I completed an endo and I'm worried about, oh no, uh, maybe I missed a canal or, oh no, uh, everything looks perfect and I didn't miss anything, but maybe it's not going to heal. And I'm already kind of worrying about that when it hasn't even happened. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't revisit things from time to time. That's, you know, certainly not what I'm saying here. But when we second guess ourselves, we're worrying about something that may not really be the actual reality at that moment. Um, so even if it could happen in the future, whatever that worst case scenario is, it's not actually happening. And it's really important to keep that clear. So you've got to get clear on the actual facts. Um, you know, let's say, let's go back to the context of presenting a treatment to a patient. Um, you know, you may ask yourself, uh, when you get clear on the facts, how did this conversation go? And instead of just replaying it in your mind over and over and only focusing on what you did wrong, try to take a more neutral approach, like as if you were a videographer, let's say, just observing the situation. Like what would you have observed? What were the words said? And if you can't remember all the details, which, you know, often we can't remember them exactly, but what if in the, those moments, if you can't remember all the words, fill in the blank with things that are the most helpful to you. And so what I mean by this is, like I said previously, frequently we go to that worst case scenario in our mind. Like we might think, oh, the patient just doesn't want this treatment. But if we were to really comb through our memory and we honest to goodness can't remember how the patient responded, or words that they said when we recommended a treatment, then why would we automatically conclude that they don't want the treatment or that they don't, or that they're not interested in getting the treatment, right? Now, of course, we don't know. They're, they might go for the treatment, they might not go for the treatment, but there's really no point in going to that worst case scenario of like, oh no, they definitely don't want the treatment, okay? So try it out, go back, through the situation, comb through it, and just try to pick out the facts of the situation, try to be neutral, and then whatever you can't remember, fill it in with a positive option, okay? Uh, at a minimum, try a neutral option. It doesn't have to necessarily be negative if you really can't remember what it is. So here's the interesting thing, is 
there is second guessing that is helpful and there's second guessing that's not so helpful anymore. Okay. So when we ruminate over things, when we second guess things and we're staying up at night, we're losing sleep. Maybe we are not interacting with our friends or loved ones because we're so stressed out ruminating over something that may or may not happen. This is what I would consider not helpful second guessing, right? It is actually having a negative impact on the rest of your life. Okay. Um, and, and so this is where we have to become very good at discerning and being honest with ourselves when our second guessing is turning into a let's beat me up type session. Like you're beating yourself up and it's taking that negative turn. That is just not productive at all. Now we all have those moments. So if you notice that that's what's going on, I want you to validate your feelings. Okay. Like I am feeling this way. I'm feeling like I'm horrible at this or whatever the case may be. <laughs> and then try to change your environment, like physically moving, go for a walk, maybe go into a different room, maybe grab a glass of water to try to interrupt your thought pattern so that you can start to think about things in a different way. Okay. Now, if it's not possible for you to physically move or do something different, let's say you're second guessing yourself and you're in the middle of working on a patient, you're not going to get up and leave. Right. But in that moment, you can attempt to interrupt your thought patterns by taking a deep breath and just noticing what is happening for you internally. So you're creating a pause without even moving your body. Right. And, Remember your breath and your breathing is always available to you. So even just some deep breaths are a great way to become more present in your own body and validate the feelings that you're having in that moment. Right? And for example, that may sound like internally thinking to yourself, I'm recognizing right now, it feels really true that I'm horrible at X, Y, and Z, or I'm recognizing that I'm concerned with the outcome of this endo or, you know, how the patient might uh, receive the treatment or whatever. Okay. So it's okay to go to that worst case scenario, uh, in your mind and give yourself a lot of abundant reassurance that first of all, the likelihood that the worst case scenario will happen is probably pretty slim. But even if it does happen, remind yourself you're resourceful. You are a problem solver. You will figure it out when the time comes. Okay. Now, often, when we are second guessing ourselves, we're worried about something that could happen. Remember, remember, we're worried about something that could happen that hasn't happened yet. We're worrying most likely for no good reason. Okay. Now, but the other thing that I want to say is, of course, there is sometimes second guessing that is helpful, that is productive. That is basically a voice in our head. That's helping us to try to strive for excellence and to try to help us avoid problems. Okay. And so remember, we all make mistakes. And when we make mistakes, that's an opportunity to learn. Okay. So we can either beat ourselves up or we can choose to learn. So remember as dentists, none of us are perfect. Whatever you're going through, you can learn from whatever mistakes you make. You're going to rise to the occasion and you're going to learn from it. You don't need to dwell on the negative parts of things. When we dwell on things, we become really paralyzed and it makes us so much, it makes things so much harder for us to move forward and develop confidence in ourselves and our own abilities. Okay. Now, 
of course, if we notice something, going back to that endo final x-ray example, if I notice something that could be problematic, it is then my, in my own clinical judgment to decide, is this something that needs to be addressed? Do I need to have the patient in so I can redo this procedure? Uh, is this something that I don't need to redo, but I can give a patient a heads up about in the event that it does become a problem down the line? Or is this something that I'm just gonna make note of and is truly no big deal whatsoever, for example, right? So uh, I'm in no way advocating uh, that we just don't face problems until the problem becomes more apparent. That's really not what I'm saying here, and I trust that you understand what I'm getting at. But essentially, when you are second-guessing yourself, validate whatever thoughts and feelings you're having in that moment, decide what the appropriate course of action is, if there's any action that needs to be taken, and then give yourself permission to move on. Um, you know, the last thing that I'll say, which I kind of just touched on briefly, is that when we are second guessing ourselves, basically it's your brain just trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you out of danger. It's trying to help you to make the best possible decision. Now, sometimes it can be a little annoying and it can go overboard, but by and large, it's just a natural process that your brain is wired to do. So this is why it's really important to give yourself plenty of reassurance let go of perfection entirely and remember you're going to make mistakes and that is where and how you grow and you can choose to learn okay so the last thing i'll say is when you allow yourself to show up as your beautifully imperfect self you're also giving per people permission to show up with the same permission Okay, we all have doubts. We all second guess ourselves. It, it's okay. So own it. And that's it. <laughs> that's all I have to say for to you today. <laughs> I'm like stumbling over my words because I'm so excited about this topic. <laughs> but that's it. That's all I have. I hope that this has been super helpful for you. I hope that this helps you to reframe second guessing in a way where you don't need to be beating yourself up or feeling crummy about it, but you can really just notice when the second guessing is helpful, when it's not so helpful, and be able to interrupt yourself when it's not all that helpful so that you don't stay in just this paralysis mode of beating yourself up and second guessing yourself and not taking action in meaningful ways in the dental office and outside in your personal life, okay? So that's it. That is what I have for you today. I really hope that this has been super helpful. Um, go share this with a friend that could really benefit from hearing this. Um, and if you want more, you might enjoy my free masterclass on how to make decisions with confidence. And you can get that by going to drnatanya.com forward slash confidence. I'll be sure to link that in the show notes. Um, that's it. I hope you have a fabulous week and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.